Well, our friends at the Center for Anxiety, and you know they have uh, multiple locations, Bedford Avenue in Brooklyn, West 57th Street in Manhattan, Route 59 up in Rockland County, where I would guess they were pummeled with snow yesterday with the reports we're getting from Rockland, and Boston, Massachusetts as well. Anyway, the Center for Anxiety in Brooklyn has announced that this coming Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. at 3692 Bedford Avenue, uh, they will have an interactive workshop discussing social anxiety. The nature of social anxiety, why it's best treated with cognitive behavioral therapy, components of social anxiety treatment, assessment, theoretical models, exposure, and cognitive work, how social anxiety can impede functioning, and how social anxiety can lead to other mental health concerns as well. Center for Anxiety Information is at 1-888-837-7473, 888-837-7473. Uh, email, or I should say uh, web address, centerforanxiety.org, centerforanxiety.org. Again, that event is Tuesday night. This coming Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. at their center on Bedford Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. The gentleman who leads the Center for Anxieties, of course, Dr. David Ross Marin, who's been a guest of ours before. And this is a very interesting time of year to speak to an expert regarding anxiety. Dr. Ross Marin, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me during the height of anxiety season. <laughs> so you can confirm what everybody believes, that once Purim ends and the anticipation for Pesach is in the air, it is in fact the most anxious time of the Jewish year. In the Jewish world, there is no question. Our phone calls definitely go up this time of year. <laughs> it is not a myth. <laughs> I'll tell you, Unbelievable. Uh, plus, and now, and now we get to add all the other anxiety out there, whether it be the snowstorms and uh, people who are uh, dealing with downed trees and power lines, not to make light of it. These are serious situations. It only adds to the whole anxiety of the season. You know, I got, I, here's how I'm going to start with you this morning. I need, okay. you, I need you to explain to me a phenomenon that you might or might not be familiar with. Do you know? Do you know? And this is obviously, you know, just a small sampling. I can't speak for the entire country, but do you know that there is a significant number of people in Israel who stay home for Pesach, but vacation for the week before Pesach, meaning they literally come back to their home. Let's say, for example, this year on Thursday, do b'dikas chametz and have the seder the next night, and and this and from what I am told. This is a common practice in communities in Israel that people take days off, especially this year between Shabbos Hagadol and Pesach. They prepare the house beforehand, and and they come back, you know, twenty four hours before the seder. Now, I, I I have one question to ask you: Why is it that in these circles that I'm familiar with, <laughs> Pesach preparations are going on at their height during the last week, and most anxious on that Wednesday? Thursday and Friday, yet in Israel it seems they could take a little vacation during that time. Right. So, yeah, I am familiar with the phenomenon. Part of it is economics, by the way, because uh, there's you know there's great discounts for for the Pesach holiday, um, and especially for, for local Israelis. But that's primarily what I was going to talk about um, today, is that Pesach does not have to be anxiety-filled. And in fact, the, the, the reason the reason why we're getting lots of calls is because we can provide people with solutions, and you do not have to have an anxiety-filled Pesach. It doesn't have to be. Passover does not have to be that way. And in Israel, there are many communities that have figured it out and mastered it 
at Kidei Kach until the point that they can actually go on vacation the week before Passover and really go into go into the umtiv, go into the holiday. Um, relaxed and enjoying it. Well, I know that uh, you know we can't be privy to everything. We're not we're not uh, clients of yours. But could you give us a couple of a uh, couple of tips, a couple of uh, skills that we might want to implement? So not only Pesach wouldn't be so anxious, but frankly, the period of time before Pesach, the pre-Pesach time, won't be so anxious. Well, firstly, many of your listeners are patients. And secondly, <laughs> secondly, I'm very happy to share whatever information we have. Now, I want to distinguish first between stress and anxiety. Mm. To have a stress-free Pesach is hard. That's difficult because stress, all stress means is that somebody's resources are being tapped by a demand. All it means is that you have a certain set of resources, primarily two are time and money, and those tend to get more tapped during the Pesach holiday, during the prep season. Notwithstanding, wow, oh, sorry about the background noise. Notwithstanding um, uh, 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 snowstorms and, and other uh, school closures and other uh, stressors that were happening at this specific time of year. Right. But um, so, so, in terms of having a stress free pace, that's hard because you're going to have some resources which are going to be tapped. But anxiety is more than that. Anxiety is really never necessary for a human being to have. Because anxiety is when a person is um, experiencing a fear response when they don't need to be, even though it's, it's not really, uh, there's really nothing to be afraid of, nothing to be anxious or upset about, but the person is getting um, jazzed up. That is anxiety. I, I I don't know why I can't see the distinction, frankly. But, uh, <laughs> but... Well, that's an that's something we should talk about off the air. <laughs> but, but when it comes to Pesach, I'll give you three main ideas. Number one is that there's a lot less preparation that is necessary in terms of cleaning um, than, than typically people think. Right. A lot, a lot of people have trouble reconciling that. A lot of people have trouble dealing with that. But you're right. Right. Now, there's a concept of Chumras Pesach, of people taking on stringencies during this time of year. Right. And that's wonderful and beautiful, but those aren't, that, that's, A, that's not the Iker Halacha, it's not the main point of the law, legal responsibilities of the holiday. And a person needs to know exactly what it is that they have to do and what is going to be more than that. Sometimes people don't. They don't, you know, there's this concept 30 days before the Chag, 30 days before the holiday, Shloshim Yom before Kodem Chag, right? We're supposed to be learning about the laws of Passover. Well, this is why. is because we have to learn what we do have to do and mostly what we don't have to do. Um, I'll, I'll give you one example that comes up a lot in our office. People spend forever cleaning bedrooms, cleaning living rooms, cleaning basements, and 90% of the work, really, that's required by the halacha in terms of cleaning by, the, by Jewish law, in terms of cleaning a house for Passover, is in the kitchen. Right. And the rest of the house is important, but there's Bittel, and then there's, um, there's Bidika's Hamid, and then there's, there are other halakhic parameters which are in place in order to get us out of owning Hamid. The major issue is eating Right. That's pretty stringent. It is. Yeah. I'm not telling and, someone not to clean their couch, but if God forbid and, there's chametz in your couch, there are other guidelines that take care of that. You don't actually correct. own you don't actually own it on Pesach. Correct. I I'm, I wouldn't tell. Him, right. Correct. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. Is that there are ways out of that, 
But when it comes to the kitchen, that's, that is a job. And it's probably a one- to three-day job, depending on the size of the kitchen right. and, the, and, the, um, and the state of the kitchen. And that is a, that is a stress, but it shouldn't, be any, it shouldn't be something that causes anxiety. There are three days between uh, Purim and Passover in order to be able to clean one's kitchen. Dr. David Rossmarin is with us, Center for Anxiety, of course, talking about Pesach, what else this time of year. So number one, People have to put things in perspective. They have to they have to isolate the the most important things and deal with them, and don't let the ancillary stuff pile on because otherwise that will cause a lot more stress. Correct. That is definitely number one. Okay. What else do you got for us? Number two is relationships. Now, often spouses have different perspectives on what require what is required in terms of the Passover holidays. Sometimes um, a husband will have more stringent. Sometimes a wife will have more stringent views. And more often than not, the two are not on the same page. And if 30 days before the holiday we have to be studying the laws of Passover, then at least 60 or 90 days we have to be speaking to our spouses about what are their expectations and what are their expectations of their family members. Sometimes grandparents come or parents come. Or kids, sometimes you have kids who have become more observant. And they have certain standards. Well, it's important in advance... Um, to, to, to clarify what are people's expectations so that way that doesn't become um, a source of, uh, of anxiety. And that can be in our, in our family-centric culture of Orthodox Judaism in particular, that can become a very significant source of anxiety and stress. Correct. So have those discussions in advance. You know, what do you expect? This is what I'm planning. This is the caterer I'm planning on using. This is how I costured my kitchen. You don't want your in-laws or your um, kids or, or parents coming in two days before Passover, the day air of Pesach, and then they're saying, oh, you didn't use a blowtorch? Uh, you know, that's, that's the last thing that, that a person <laughs> needs going, going into the office. And that has happened multiple times that, that people have called our office, and you know, they, they're, really not, they're really not prepared for it. Ill-advised to criticize the hostess on your way into the Passover holiday. Better to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, well, it's also better to work it out in advance. If you have certain right. expectations of your host, then, then talk about it. Talk about it well in advance. Give them advance notice. And if you haven't, then, then like you said, you know, bite, bite your tongue and right. enjoy the holiday to the extent you can. Understood. All right, what's number three? Those are two. Um, a third one is to validate, to know that it's a stressful time. Now, it's, it's going to cost money. It's a holiday. It's an expensive holiday. Those two or three days of cleaning are going to set you back. It's going to be extra stuff. And take, it's not the time to take on extra projects. A lot of people use it for spring cleaning. It's a classic example where all of a sudden they're reorganizing their attic or their basement. <laughs> or the drapes. <laughs> or, yeah, or, re- or redecorating. You know? <laughs> Listen, sometimes people, I've heard of people who paint their house for Passover in honor of the holiday. <laughs> oh, That's, gosh. You know, it can't, I mean, that can be a nice thing in certain sense, but it, you know, it might not be the right time unless you really have it down pat. Right. If you have it down pat, then by all means, change your drapes, do whatever you want. If you're a Jedi Knight of Passover, <laughs> then you can get fancy and you can go away even the week beforehand, like you mentioned. Those are the Jedi. Those are the Jedi's of the Passover world. But for the mortals like us, and it's even harder in the United States, I'll add, because we don't have a culture that really slows down on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. 
um, things in Israel are slower. Oh, that's um, a good point. That's a good point. The Achare Achagim thing really starts already a couple of weeks before Pesach. You're right. It does. Yeshivas are off. Right. It's for, for, you know, there's definitely, definitely things start to slow. In our right, culture... Right. My, my staff will be lucky if they're off Thursday. <laughs> right. And then, and then also there's certain specifics. We see a lot of people who come into our office because they're involved in accounting. And the accountants have it terrible. Because right. in this country, you know, we know in tax season, is, this year it's a little bit better. Right. But yeah, in 10 week. years, I think a couple years ago, it was literally air of Pesach. Right. The day. <laughs> yeah. and, like, and it's a common field for, for, for women to go into who often bear the brunt of Passover cleaning. So right. we, that year, I think we had three or four referrals just from the from female Dr. David Ross Marin, he leads the Center for Anxiety. They're in Bedford Avenue in Brooklyn. They're on West 57th Street of Manhattan, Route 59 up in Rockland. They're in Boston, Massachusetts. And I remind you that the Center for Anxiety presents this coming Tuesday night an interactive workshop discussing social anxiety. Happens at the Center on Bedford Avenue, 3692 Bedford Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Starts at 6.30 p.m. this coming Tuesday. Information at one 888 Eight three seven seven four seven three eight 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 three seven seven four seven three and centerforanxiety.org, centerforanxiety.org. Dr. Ross Marin, I got to wrap up with the most important statement that I'm sure you agree with this, and yeah. that and that is after all the preparation, after all the wondering about whether we're going to meet the deadline and whether we're going to be able to you know to handle all of this and get to Friday night Seder night, you know, in in the shape that the family and the ha- and the house needs to be in. One thing you can guarantee, because you see this every year, when it comes to Seder night, by the time we say Kadesh, everything will be prepared and ready. That's well put. <laughs> Very well put. And people have to keep that in mind, right? They sure do. Um, not to mention also the meaning behind it. That you know, it's a special time of year, and it is a time. It's a it is a holiday, and time to enjoy it. So, uh, just to echo what you're saying. Greatly appreciate your time. Your tips are uh, much appreciated, I can tell you that much. And any information about Tuesday's event and anything having to do with the Center for Anxiety, we will direct people to your website and phone number. Thank you so much, Dr. Ross Marin. Thank you. Have a Chag Kasher V'Sameach. Chag Kasher V'Sameach, or as some are makbid to say, Chag Sameach V'Kasher, because the joy should come first, even before the Kashrus stringencies of Passover.